I'm curious when you bring in a guy like Devontae Freeman, A, first impressions of him in practice yesterday, and you guys kind of go from having a bell cow back in Saquon to now a committee, and you guys ran a lot of committee backfields in New England. What are some advantages to that sort of a situation? I think you just use whatever you have on your roster. Whether it's, you know, a guy like Saquon, we still have Deion Lewis, who we rely heavily on, and Wayne Gallman rely heavily on. You know, obviously, you know, Saquon's situation, we all feel for him. He's going to work his butt off to get back here as fast as possible. We're happy to have Devontae. The thing I see with him is he's a ball guy. You can tell this guy's got a lot of passion for the game. He's got a lot of experience. He plays hard. He practiced hard. I was very impressed yesterday out of practice with the fire he practiced with, the attention, the detail, how fast he picked up on a lot of our systems. He's an experienced guy, but sometimes experience in other systems always translate over into knowing the uh, alphabet of what you're doing. But he really did a good job of understanding what we're doing in practice and being able to get in the huddle, break the huddle, know what to do, and do it very effectively. So it was very encouraging on day one. Thanks. Don't leave me. Yeah, I'm wondering, we hear so much about next man up. I'm wondering if you say anything to Wayne Goldman when you sign Freeman about why he doesn't get that same, you know, chance to be the bell cow first. And then also, I, I think I've heard you say in the past that your running backs need to be productive pass catchers. That's an area that seems to have held Wayne back a little bit. Where is he in that regard? Yeah, I think Wayne does a good job for us in the pass game. So does Dion and Devontae will help there as well. Uh, Obviously, when you have any kind of injury on the roster, it's just natural that you're going to look to go ahead and fill that spot all right, for need of the team. So we don't feel any need to you know, explain to every player because within every game plan, every player has a role. Anybody coming in doesn't replace somebody else who's already here. They just add to our team. And there's different strengths every player brings in. We're going to have to work to make sure we play to every player's individual strengths. But we're relying on all three of those backs very heavily, along with Elijah Penny, along with the guys we have on the practice squad as well. So, you know, all three of them have to play an integral part of us having success. we got to get Devontae caught up on our system. He's done a good job of that so far. Wayne had a good day of practice for us. He had a good training camp for us as well. You know, and Dion's been a steady player for us. He's a tough dude. He's got a lot of vet experience, and he's a great teammate. Tom Canavan. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Good, Tom. Um, the question about backfield by committee, if some guy comes out and is ripping off yards, does he become the guy? He may be the guy for that moment. Maybe he's the guy for that game plan, the way things are working and clicking. But I'd say within every specific game plan, we're going to always look to use all the players we have at the game and make sure we have enough combinations to go ahead and create advantages for ourselves. With Logan Ryan, I know when you, when you signed him, obviously you're very familiar with him. You know what he brought to the table. Um, you, you're sitting here in week three, and you're selling the message about no white flag yesterday that I heard you um, – when a guy who has gone through what he's gone through, Logan, in different places and won, how much more weight does his voice carry in that locker room with the guys and to buying into what you're still trying to sell now week three? Yeah, you know, I think it's important for players to learn from each other's experiences. You know, it doesn't have to be someone specifically went through a system with me or someone from the same tree as me. I think it's just important that people learn from, you know, their own experiences, but also, you know, share in each other's experiences. Look, it's a long season. Okay, we got a long way to go. It doesn't matter what the record is. There's a lot of improvement that has to be made across the board. Logan's definitely respected guy in our locker room because of how he works, by how he prepares himself, by how he holds himself. Uh, the benefit of having Logan here more than anything else is he's a really good player for us. That's number one benefit. Number two, he's a really good teammate, and he's helped with the communication on the back end. He's really helped bring along a lot of guys with him because he's just that kind of a veteran player, and he's done a really good job 
all right, in preparing himself and making sure we prepare as a group and as a unit. And that's really benefited the team. Um, personally, I love having Logan around here. Okay, he's fun to be around. I've known him since he came in the league. He's known me since I've been a very young coach. Um, we kind of grew up in a lot of ways together, you know, figuring things out and certain things, working on special teams at some point. But Logan's a guy that's great to have on the practice field. He's great to have in the games. He's gone through a tremendous amount of adversity. He's come out on both ends at different times. You know, this is a guy that, you know, his experiences in Tennessee with going into a new program with Mike, you know, putting together, you know, a program that took a little bit of time to get rolling, but eventually it paid off and they're still moving in the right direction right now. What he went through in maybe New England through different phases of his career there, he's got a lot of experience to lean on and share with the other teammates. But really all that's truly relevant for this team is what we do here. You know, we can learn from the experiences in the past. We have to learn from what happened in the last two games. But we have to take those experiences, learn from them, and move forward to make them beneficial going forward for our team. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Art. That Hey, Joe. Um, so Isaac Yadam was obviously in a difficult position coming over. You know, he was he had been practicing in a completely different defense on a different team, and then he got sent to you right before the season started. I'm curious, like, how you've seen him handle that. I know his playing time has increased. And, and is he a guy that you knew anything about before you guys brought him in? Yeah, I mean, I'd say I knew about him coming out in the draft. You know, all the players come out in the draft. We study him in that point. And then we knew about him from being in the league in his days in Denver. Um, but I would say he's really done a good job of getting into our system, improving, understanding the techniques, but the big picture concepts as well. He's made a lot of improvement. You know, he's playing aggressive. Or he's got that mentality to him anyway, but now he can play more confident and aggressive just with some of the experience and the calls and how we're looking to play with him. I'm glad Ike's on our team. He's a tough dude. He works hard every day. He's good to have in meeting rooms. He's great to have in locker rooms. Thanks, Chuck. We'll take three more, Schwartz, Jordan, and Rock. Schwartz. Hey, Joe. Hey, Paul. Hey, um, just the other day you said uh, Jason has to put some ways to get Evan out there and get him the ball, and you're, you guys are working on that. Without Saquon in the passing game, obviously without Sterling, um, what do you mean by that, that you know Jason has to figure out ways to get Evan the ball? Yeah, I wouldn't look too far into that. I understand the way it came out and the way it was phrased. I wouldn't look too far into that in terms of that. It's just – when we put together any game plan, obviously we're thinking with our players in mind and we're putting together schemes that kind of fit up to what the opponent does as well. Um, look, we're trying to get every player on our roster the ball, not just Evan. I mean, obviously when you get all of our players the ability to make plays, Evan showed that the other day. Uh, I wouldn't read too far into that quote, Paul. There was nothing kind of undermining thinking about that. That's just kind of thinking in general of when we get together and hash out a game plan, we're thinking of ways to give our players advantages and make plays. I should have written it before I talked to you. Then I could have made more out of it. <laughs> uh, do, do, do you see, though, Evan, in some ways as a little bit of untapped potential? I mean, everyone knows what he can do with the ball in his hands, but it's getting him to that, to that place. Know what I look at him as is a developing player. I think Evan's young enough that we have not seen his best ball, but he's a guy that works every day tirelessly. You guys saw him through training camp. This guy really empties the tank. You see him every day in practice. This guy, when you look at his GPS reports after practice in terms of yards and speeds and all that stuff, he's a guy you have to monitor and kind of back off a little bit because this guy has no governor on himself. He goes full speed all the time. He works tirelessly, all right? The guys respond to him. He does a great job preparing himself. He's very mentally tough, and he's improving all the time. You know, a lot of guys got on him, you know, after that first game in terms of where the production was. I think we saw a glimpse of that last week. You know, he really made some good plays for us at key times. And he'll continue to do that throughout the season when the opportunity comes his way. He doesn't have to force it. He doesn't do anything outside of, you know, his own responsibility or job. But when the play comes his way, he has to be in position to go ahead and finish it. And we have confidence he will. Joe, we were talking to Daniel yesterday. He talked about how when the team came off the field, Saquon was in the tunnel waiting for everybody. 
Uh, obviously, he's not going to be on the field for you guys. Do you do you want to keep him around? And, and how how does that process work with with what he's going to be going through in the next three months? How, you know, is, is he going to be at the game on Sunday? You know, without question, we want to keep him around. And there's a lot of protocols and rules this year, Tom, that we got to look into in terms of, you know, how can we give him access to maybe the sideline or a booth or a box or something like that. But as much as we can have him around here, we absolutely want him to. This guy was elected captain by his teammates for a reason. And he's an integral part of this program. So he's a very positive guy. He's a very team first guy. Um, again, the adversity he's going through right now, he's going to work as hard as he can. I can say that with absolute confidence. And I'm very anxious to see you know, him on the back end coming out of this thing because I know the aggressiveness he's preparing with. Um, but absolutely, we want Saquon around here as much as he can. Now, that being said, you know, day to day with his treatment and rehab and when he goes through surgery, that'll obviously change the schedule a little bit. Um, but working around his schedule, you know, he is a part of this team. He's a part of this team. You know, we want him around as much as we can have.